Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome, welcome, welcome to yet another episode of the Bobo and Flex Show. My name is Bobo and I am your host and I'm with the beautiful Flex. Hey. <laughs> Do you want to introduce yourself today? I feel like I have less and less to say every time. Yeah. <laughs> um, today I'll just be the voice, the of secondary reason. voice in the podcast. <laughs> That'll do. <laughs> and you there can we project have it. onto me what you'd like me to be for this situation. <laughs> I think today you'll be the voice of reason. I feel like yeah. today is going to be a hilarious episode. Um, we have some really interesting Am I the Assholes to discuss. Mm-hmm. Do you want to start with the one you have on hand? You want to read that out? I came across this one, I think it was like yesterday night, so in the morning. Yeah. And I just thought it was, I don't know, like, I feel like he should have known better, but I'm also like, "Mm, there's a lot to unpack here. So the headline is, and for context, we get these posts from Reddit and the subreddit is called Am I the Asshole? So that's what you can Google if you want to look at them. Basically, the headline is, am I the asshole for saying my wife wasn't my dream girl in a trivia game? So my wife and I have been doing a game night every so often with some other couples via Zoom since we can't go out and see people lately. We were playing this card game for the... We were playing this card game the other night that was basically a trivia game for couples to play and you were asked a question and you write down your answer and your partner has to guess what they think you answered. Mm. If they guess correctly, your team gets a point. Whichever couple knows each other the best wins. Very wholesome. So some of the questions in this version were a little spicy. And one of the questions was, who is your dream man or woman to have sex with? I wrote down my spin instructor. Since my wife knows, I think she's hot. And I thought she'd guess her and we'd get a point. Well, fuck me. Turns out every other husband either wrote down their wife or a fictional or... Sorry, it turns out every other husband wrote down a celebrity or a fictional character. My wife was livid and upset. I tried to explain (laughs) I didn't actually want to do anything with my spin instructor and I would never even briefly consider being unfaithful. It was just me trying to play the game. She doesn't believe me, saying everyone else's instinct was women who didn't exist or better yet, their wives. I feel really bad, but I also feel really confused. I don't know how to deal with this. Is she overreacting or am I the asshole? <laughs> <laughs> when I read this, I'm like, you're just an idiot. Like, I, I, that I, I just feel like God. you're a dummy. Not because he shouldn't have the range and the agency to answer the question correctly. Because but like, I wouldn't. Bam. Yeah. I, but come on. This is not a game. Like this, the stakes are so low for you to just like get Literally. the point. Or like not get the point. It's one point. But what you've done is compromise 
the way your wife feels. And so there are a lot of layers here. And because, publicly. And, yeah. The first layer is like, who's your dream man or woman to have sex with? Let's just say dream person to be inclusive. Yeah. Fucking dummies. But who's your dream person to sleep with? One would assume your dream person is somebody who's either, who is completely out of your range. A dream for most people is something that is like not tangible. It's not something that you're going to ever do in your lifetime because of just your proximity to them is too far or whatever. Or again, to be, you know, a suck up, you say your partner, you know, that's cute. Something to giggle over later. Yeah. So to me, I would like to give him the benefit of the doubt and say, okay, like we've had a conversation. She knows my spin instructor's hot. So, but I'm sure you said that Jennifer Lopez is hot in your lifetime. You know, yeah. I'm sure you said yeah. that Beyonce is hot in your lifetime. So this, the way he's kind of trying to connect the dots, it seems like he honestly didn't know that what he that what he said would be taken the wrong way, and now he's trying to like double down on the fact that he just wasn't thinking about how his wife would feel. Which, to his point, he did answer the the question correctly. He answered it as he wanted to. <laughs> Which doesn't make him the asshole for telling the truth, but I feel like we have to know that when it comes to relationships, most people aren't completely rational. And yeah. most people are going to get offended at the thought of your partner wanting to go fuck someone they see quite regularly. Fact. You know, like it wasn't like, oh, you know, my primary school teacher, my high school teacher. No, it's just been instructor. The one that you yeah, go and see like... probably more than once a week. <laughs> And this, you know, this is why honesty is not the best policy. Exactly. Like, it's it's just, we we just have to know that, like, especially when it comes to romance, a lot of fights just come down to, do I need to be completely honest <laughs> in this moment in time? Yeah. Or, yeah, like, do I want to be honest or do I want to maintain my relationship? Like, a lot, of, a lot of fights just stem from that. And he should have, like... Fam, I agree with you. I think he was just being dumb. I mean, how would you feel if you were the woman in this situation? See, I'm trying to see because I have a different dynamic with with my people and my boyfriend. I'm a yeah. An, I am an honesty is the best policy only because I've been in situations where I've tried to say the right thing and then had to be held to this this like ideal <laughs> opinion, and that's just not me. I'm I, I feel like I talk far too much to lie <laughs> yeah like it's just gonna come back to me so i'd rather avoid it not do it or just tell the truth yeah in that situation i didn't even know what i would answer for my boyfriend but what i what this reminds me of is that trend on tiktok are you on tiktok bobo i'm not on it i've i go on it occasionally but i don't have like a profile yeah so there's yeah. this trend on tiktok i think it's on straight tiktok where um the girlfriend asks the boyfriend what do you think my biggest insecurity is? And whenever I see this challenge, I'm like, you don't do this to yourself. Yeah, like, why would you do this? Either you get an answer that's on point and it hurts your feelings because your partner is hyper aware that you're insecure or your partner mentioned something that's not a problem, but now you now you think they're implying that it is a problem because yeah, they think that you should yeah. care about it. <laughs> and so what happens every time is the guy says, oh, like, you know, you don't have a butt or like, you know, you got a bit of a gut or um, your acne or, and, and the girl's always like, babe, why would you say that? <laughs> <laughs> this reminds you of that situation where yeah. I can understand that, you know, for people who are quite secure and talk quite openly about their sexual interest outside of their primary dynamic, this could be fine. But I don't think most couples are there yet. 
And so I don't want to like over intellectualize and be like, well, you know, if you listen to Esther Perel, you would know that cheating isn't the end of a relationship, but it's just the beginning of, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to say that most people are not going to handle that very well unless you talk fictional. You better say Mm. some bitch from Star Wars... (laughs) (laughs) and not even not even the celebrity that that uh, the actress that plays the character just yeah the the gremlin like (laughs) you better say dobby (laughs) (laughs) please leave dobby out of this (laughs) so and the next layer is what you said this happened in an open forum i feel like when couples hang out with couples there's a lot of comparison happening because that's just the way of life you know like oh they're holding hands why aren't we holding hands oh my god they kiss all the time why don't we kiss you know oh they're sharing food why don't we share food i understand so obviously there's a bit of contention because it just happens with couples and competitions so Mm. if and, and in the game, like the premise of the game is not like, let's just have fun. It's how well do you know your partner? You're putting mm. yourself on show. No matter what the question is, if you get it wrong, it's disappointing. So this one in particular, in particular? Yeah, it's... <sighs> this one hurts. I also just think it was so easy. Like, I think if I was the woman in that case... Hmm, actually, I don't know if... Yeah, if I was the woman in that case and the question was, who's your dream person to have sex with? And then my boyfriend had mentioned like a friend or like someone close to me. I think I wouldn't have been offended at the answer. I would have been offended that he wasn't considerate enough to say mm. Dobby. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, why didn't you think, like, why did, why did you answer so quickly? Like, yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Uh, it's, it's, um, so, yeah, I mean, if I was answering it from his perspective, I'm going to say you're not the asshole, but from your girlfriend's perspective, you are the asshole. Yeah, because absolutely. these things, I feel like the, the, the issue gets amplified because of the specific context of this game. Mm. And so that's why it's a little bit hard to discern, like, what is what you did a really big deal or just with all the different little like bits and pieces that make up the story is it a big deal but yeah. i think that what also gets me is that it seems like he doesn't understand why she would be upset because he goes on to say that you know the wife was livid and he tried to explain that he didn't want to do anything with his spin instructor and would never even briefly consider being unfaithful he was just trying to win the game i don't believe you because the game says yeah. who is your dream person to have sex with it implies that if you could, you would. Which right. is an issue because you see your spin instructor often. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so don't don't gaslight her. You said what you said. You said, and this is, men will do this all the time and be like, oh, but it's not a big, bitch, you know what you did. You know what you did. Don't downplay what you did. Mm-hmm. I also wonder if, I wonder if he was doing that intentionally to annoy her. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's a there's an element of this that, that just doesn't feel innocent. Mm. <laughs> and maybe I'm overthinking it. But, like, to me, it just seems like such a dumb mistake that... And this is what I mean by I would say I would feel offended because... Just because... Why was it... Why was it... Why were you so quick? It feels like such a dumb mistake that it almost feels malicious. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It was harder to answer in that way. 
yeah. than it was to answer in a different way. Because he was saying, look, my wife and I have talked about it before. The way you're connecting the dots, sir, <laughs> they're Mm-mm. not correct. Yeah. Like, it's not A to B to C. You went from A to Z, backwards to three, then to four. It doesn't matter. Literally. Add up. And the, the logic he used that we've talked about before, we could use that logic for anything, you know? So, mm. I mean, and I think it's interesting... I'm, the comments say it all. Everybody was like, you know, a, a woman... Everyone was just like, you're the arsehole. Like, it's it's just so basic that you don't do this shit. Nobody yeah, that's dream the girl and says the post, the guy at the post office. You like, know, you could like, have said <laughs> Rihanna. My teacher. Like, why didn't you say Rihanna? You know what I like... It's like you're answering a real... You're answering with a real person that you could genuinely cheat on your partner with. And yeah. I feel like being... Like, of course, this is your wife. But you know infidelity in marriages is far too common for you to assume that she's not going to take you seriously when you say that the dream person you want to have sex with not just someone you might want to or someone that you like you thought about the dream person is someone that you see on a regular basis Mm. that's not her yeah you're a fool (laughs) now he's done court jester (laughs) and i wish you were smarter (laughs) for the sake of your relationship I can, full clown. I can understand there are obviously ways in which, you know, your partner could give you the benefit of the doubt, understand that you're playing a game, not take it personally and whatever, 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 whatever. Yeah. But it is beyond me for him not to understand where she's coming from. Because Question. at the end he said, is she overreacting? Surely you can, huh? Yeah, you see, you, see, this is what I want to know. For, do you think this is a red flag or is it just kind of a minor inconvenience? Everything's a red flag to me. <laughs> I was gonna say the exact same thing. Like this, <laughs> this to me would have been such a red flag. Like this would have been strike one. Oh, and, and, I, and niggas had two strikes. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is a red flag to me, and I also don't let shit go unless I fully me processed too. it and come to terms with the information I'm being given, and it aligns with like my level of rationality or irrationality. I'm not letting it go. You will have yeah. to sit there and explain to me exactly the way the thoughts process, how you will unprocess those thoughts, <laughs> and so we can move forward. Because this was it. What what frustrates me is, and in my relationship, we talk quite openly with people we find attractive and whatever. Like that's not an issue. But yeah. in this instance, he can't see where she's coming from, and that frustrates me. Yeah. He would sooner think that she was overreacting then understand why she might be uncomfortable with you saying the person that you want to sleep with is someone that you interact with on a semi-frequent basis. Mm. That's my issue. Because if you can't connect the dots for something so simple... So small. At this point, we're not even discerning whether you you are the arsehole, you're not the arsehole. Can you acknowledge how your partner feels in any given just, situation? Yes. To me, it is, it, it's a problem of ability to be considerate. So, like, for me, we, I have an agreement with my boyfriend where he's not allowed to talk about my weight, even if it's a good thing. Mm. Um, just because that is... And I know it's irrational or whatever the case is, but because that's just a sensitive arena for me, I just don't want it. Mm. And so, an inability to be considerate in that way would just be a red flag. Mm. And to me, it would signify in what other ways are you going to... Are you? Do you not have the range to be considerate? Like, mm. when is this? And if it's something this small, when the big things actually happen, like that's it's a bit concerning. 
it is very concerning. And <laughs> for me, I'm the kind of person that likes to, um, I don't know how, what you call this, but if I use like current situations to be predictors for future situations, which can be really damaging because it ties somebody into their past state, not their future state. So perhaps, you know, if, if one day Bobo, if one day I said to Bobo, you know, can you please, um, can you please remember to, um, uh, tell your friend that I need to ask her a question? I don't know. Random thing. And then, Weeks go, days go by. I remind Bobo. She's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I'll do, it, I'll do, it, I'll do, it, do it." She doesn't do it. And then I'm like, "Okay, I'll wait a few days." Remind her again. She's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I'll do, it, I'll do it, do it." She doesn't do it. That would make me think in future if I ask her for something that's far more serious or important to me, or the stakes are much mm. higher, she won't prioritize it. Therefore, I'm going to avoid asking her for things, which is like, it's bad because <laughs> you need to kind of give your people the benefit of the doubt yeah. or coach them. And how to help you help yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah, like it's a yeah. perfect opportunity to educate and be like, this is what's happening. I keep asking something of you that you're willing to freely give me, but you won't do it. Is there a yeah. problem while I'm asking? Should I not have asked? Should I go straight to your friend? Whatever it might be, it's so much easier than for him to be like, mm, is she overreacting or am I the asshole? Because like yeah, we said, these yeah. scenarios aren't binary. It's not as simple as you being the asshole or not. The yeah. situation is what we need to be discussing. <laughs> your inability to see that your partner is uncomfortable with how with your instinctual response to a situation is the problem. <laughs> Either you don't That's know what it. words mean, you are intending to be malicious, or you are so oblivious. <laughs> <laughs> and all three are a problem. They're all a problem, King. <laughs> You're so right about that. And that's a pro that's a habit or a tendency that I do quite a lot. Like someone will do one bad thing and I'll mm. be like, oh, I'll just, I'm just never going to rely on them or I'm yeah. never going to ask them. Yeah. And Bookmarked. that's, I really don't give people the benefit of the doubt. I just assume from <laughs> one action that like, yeah, this is, this is fact. Yeah. And it's so toxic. Yeah. I want to talk about one more before we get to the big juicy one, because this yeah. one is just so interesting. So <laughs> this one, um, is am I the asshole for not letting my boyfriend correct a Chinese woman? And I only was drawn <laughs> to this because I was listening to this new podcast I'm obsessed with called Extremes. And basically yeah. there was this um, story about this Australian guy who got in a car crash and woke up and could speak Chinese fluently. What? So I'm like, this okay, is some shit that he that. could do. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so basically this person says, we live in a share house with a bunch of random Craigslist roommates. And one of them is Chinese and was sitting at the kitchen table during lunchtime, slurping her noodles and minding her own business. My boyfriend had just come into the kitchen to eat his own lunch. And rather than ask her how her weekend was or anything other than polite conversation, he instead asks her, can I teach you something about culture? Here we go. It's just, is, here I already know where this is going and <laughs> it hurts. Well, wait, this is a white man? Presumably. Okay. Let's just, let's just not assign uh, an ethnicity or a race in for now. Yeah. Um, so, but we're assuming they're American because Craigslist. So um, he said, I knew he was going to tell her that, oh, yeah. I knew he was going to tell her that Americans consider it rude to slurp food. But this woman wasn't at a business event. She was in her own house and, in my opinion, can eat her own culture's food however she damn well pleases. Especially since she was sitting alone by herself first and we just happened to enter the same room after. 
So I cut my boyfriend off and said, stop. And he kept trying to talk to her. (laughs) She said, don't say anything. And he kept wanting to press the issues. Ignoring me, he said, I don't care, but Americans think it's rude to slurp your food. Oh my God, I hate this I, so much. Oh my God, honestly, I want Honestly, my to body is him. doing, I'm like <laughs> regressing into myself. I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> so she said, Jeff, stop it, drop it. Um, and she, she was highly, and the girl looked really embarrassed, but continued to like quietly eat her food. Yeah. The girlfriend apologized to the woman eating her food and said, I apologize for Jeff's comment and apologize to my, oh, wait, hold on. So she said, I apologize for Jeff's comment. And he said, and I apologize for my girlfriend not letting me talk to you. The fuck? <laughs> oh, we're going to square up. Let's girlfriend square says, up immediately. I don't think it's Jeff's place to educate people who didn't ask for feedback and were just trying to be comfortable in their own home. He yeah. thinks I'm being culturally insensitive, racist, liberal for not what? letting him help teach her American customs. Who's being the asshole here? He Edit. is. By help teach her American etiquette, he meant that he wanted to tell her that Americans would find it rude if she slept her food at a business lunch or such occasion. Not that she had to stop doing it in her home. He worked as a cultural consultant abroad, helping foreign business people secure deals with Americans by teaching them about customs and mannerisms and whatnot. So, um... So I genuinely believe that Jeff thought he was doing her a favor by letting her know that others might be turned off by her slurping. But I still think that it's not his place to give such information unsolicited. And the minute you point out that Americans find slurping rude, she's going to feel self-conscious and judged about doing it at home, even if Jeff says it doesn't bother him. Period. Wow. Wow. This is imperialism at its finest. This is... American exceptionalism at its finest. This, this is like the caucasity of caucasity. Like this is straight from the Caucasus Mountains. I think I have a particular distaste for people who give unsolicited advice. Like I, I truly think there's nothing more arrogant than for you to open your big mouth and give someone advice that they never asked for. Two... I think the assumption, it's also the assumption that she doesn't know. There's an underlying connotation when you give someone unsolicited advice where you're positioning your culture as the one that must be assimilated into as opposed to positioning yourself as someone who must be more understanding and inclusive of other people's cultures and customs. There's just something so arrogant about that. It literally disgusts me. And then there's also just the aspect of why are you not minding your own business? Like, why must she assimilate even in spaces where there's something really oppressive about the expectation for other non-white cultures to assimilate into whiteness, even outside of capitalism. Like, even at your place of rest, you must still be doing assimilation. Like, this expectation of cultural erasure It's just absolutely so disgusting to me. There's so many layers of disgust. I just cannot. To me, it's a clear 100% he is the asshole. In his small, tiny American mind, he thinks that he... American culture is the pinnacle of culture, which is so ironic. And I know that 
when you're so used to like being in a position of privilege, everything outside of your bubble is just other. And anytime that anything is othered, it's deemed as inferior. So I understand in his mind why he thinks he's doing someone a favor, but his altruism is inherently oppressive. And the fact that he can't see that is not only ignorant, it's also oppressive. Mm. So I'm just, I'm disgusted on so many levels. I mean, what are your thoughts? Okay. See, the thing is, if, for me, it's his approach to it. Because I can Mm. understand if perhaps that she was an international student who was coming here specifically for six months and had expressed wanting to understand and learn cultural customs and like, you know, how do Americans do this? I'm so interested. But from what we have here, sis is just a roommate. Yeah, just minding her business. Minding her business, (laughs) common roommate. What What really frustrates me is the approach. Like, he's gone above the comfort of everybody around him to unsolicited give this advice, knowing that it's probably not going to be well received. Because the one mm. thing that really gets me is like, let's say Jeff's been like, okay, fuck yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do here. Without him even saying anything, the girlfriend knows, which means he's a repeat offender. <laughs> Jeff, oh, yeah. is, she knows Jeff's always about to do some shit because he's a cultural consultant and he's about to tell you the appropriate way to say, you know, capitosa and all this shit. We just know it's sushi, not sushi. Like, we get it. We know that's a Jeff. <laughs> we, we know it, okay? You've traveled. <laughs> so sis already knows that Jeff's about to say some shit. Yeah. When sis goes, Jeff, stop. Not that she's the boss of you, but already now the situation has been soured. There's an energy in the room. So even if he wasn't going to approach her about the particular eating, there's already a sense of tension in the air because sis has said, stop. Yeah. Hand up across the face, don't. So whether or not you're going to say it's the slurping or it's where you're sitting or what you're eating, the girl eating already knew something was coming for her. Mm, Yeah. And now she feels cornered. Like she feels put in a corner. Absolutely. And so also it's like the fact that Jeff's going to be like, I'm going to call you aside to let you know that in a business context, a very specific context, it could be considered rude to slurp. In the same way, shouldn't Americans know or Americans that are in positions where they're negotiating with, you know, cross-continental people that slurping is considered appropriate in other places? That's Like, with that facts. same brain that you're using, could you not imagine that somebody could give this person the benefit of the doubt and say, I understand that in a place that isn't America, slurping is actually quite complimentary. It means the food's good, you know? Yeah. So that's one thing. And then, you know, when this little bickering that they're doing in front of this girl, he's just trying to eat her food. You know what I mean? (laughs) And then she's like, you know, girlfriend says, don't say anything. And he says, I don't care. But Americans think it's rude to slurp your food. This is the tricky thing. Because he said Americans, I assume that he's trying to say that, like, it's not me. So do whatever you want to. But when you leave this house and you now have to engage with the big bad world, be mindful of how you eat because everyone's checking for you. It would have been far better for him to say, I have a problem with it. Because at least she knows now it's directed to this individual person. To say Americans, and now she has to adjust the way she eats for all Americans, (laughs) that's not it. It's the same frustration I have when people try and justify, you know, um, like I, I saw it on Twitter, like some sort of 
conservative was saying it's very confusing to people to use they them for trans pronouns oh, because they they uh means plural or like more than one just say it's confusing to you oh no just say you don't want to do it like because that's really what it is i don't give a fuck about non-binary people mm-hmm. so therefore i don't want it. like i really wish people would just say how they feel you It'd know? be so much easier for him to just say I. Like, I think yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then she can get on with her day. Yeah, like, don't try to absolve yourself of your stupidity by involving all of America. No, it's just you. <laughs> you have a problem. And let's get to Jeff's feedback. Jeff said that she's being culturally insensitive, racist, liberal. Now, we I don't know if we've talked about this before, but there is a point where it gets to hyper-censoring, um, where in order to protect people you start to limit their access to you i find in certain spaces people won't talk about race any race around me because they know i'm gonna say some shit Mm. so i remember this environment i was in i can't i'm not gonna say who was in it because people listen to the podcast they'll connect dots but i was in an environment where i was sitting at a table with people and one referred to somebody by their ethnicity. I think someone said that Indian person that we encountered. Maybe say it was like, they were recounting an annoying situation. Like, so like, oh, that fucking Indian person, remember we, like, whatever. And so the person they were speaking to was like, fuck, like, don't, don't say that. Like, you know, <laughs> gesturing that I'm here. And it's I'm offensive dead. to say that because <laughs> I'm here. No, not just generally. And so <clears throat> I remember um, saying, are you, is the situation an issue because the person was Indian? And she's like, no, 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 of course not. Like, it's not because they were Indian. It's because, like, I was just trying to, like, jog her memory of, you know, the situation, you know? Look at the mental gymnastics. You know? <laughs> Look at them. So I was like, okay, I would, it, it's, the way your brain works is you're more concerned with how I might perceive what you're saying than just, owning what you've said yeah yeah which to me becomes an issue with the like with because what why did he word it he said um culturally insensitive racist liberal so yes so in in like in your attempt to be liberal in this environment where you're like hold on there's like an ethnic person here who may be offended that i'm calling out someone else's ethnicity let me put some context around it or you can just be mindful of how you speak all the time Mm, you know yeah yeah so in this instance i can imagine he's kind of like she needs to know because she was she might get into a situation where it's going to be a problem she and then let her get into the situation where it's a problem and figure it out you know like centering yourself in what in this hypothetical scenario where americans in a business meeting are going to be upset that she's slurping because we're like, not eating in business. What is happening? Like, just say that like, you wanted to call her say. out. <laughs> <laughs> but also just say that you like putting people down. I don't know. There's, there's like just such an arrogant and like egotistical element of, of this entire situation. I feel like he enjoys, and maybe this informs why he's chosen the career path that he's chosen. I feel like he enjoys positioning himself as like an imperial superior. <laughs> it's yeah, it's very interesting. And it's really it, what I find to be really interesting for both is that I can see it on both sides. I, I don't think that unsolicited information is a bad idea, but I for most of these 
fucking queries, these am I the assholes, I'm always more concerned about the approach. I always. Like, mm. and okay, I what would have been a good approach? For that, if, yeah. he, if he felt like he had to tell, because I don't really think he had to tell her. I don't yeah. think it's like on the grand sc- scale things. Perhaps if it was spitting. You know, I know in a lot of places, okay, yeah, spitting yeah. is like a common thing to do and it's fine. Perhaps I would have been like, babes, like spitting at the table, no, it's not a thing. <laughs> yeah. But also because that's a personal issue. So I would just have yeah. to call it out as a personal problem. Yeah. I would never do the overarching American, Australians would think this about you, so don't do it. That's yeah. how I'd approach it differently. Because if, if I could say, hey, like, I wouldn't say it, but if I was going to in an un, in an alternate reality, my approach would be to start a conversation in which we're talking about customs. Do you know what I mean? It'd be mm. so much easier to be like, oh my God, like, how are you enjoying yourself? Yeah. Assuming that, because like, also, he said that she's a Chinese woman. He didn't say that she had just come three days ago. What if she's just from America? Now? What if that's just where she lives? What yeah. What if she's just been yeah. here for five years? And she's what if she's a Chinese American? Choosing, yeah. yeah, choosing to slurp. Because that's how she eats her fucking food. So, <laughs> you know, but yeah, let's say that there's, the context is that she's new to Australia and she has in like expressed interest in wanting to know about Australian customs. I would start a conversation. What have you learned so far? What have been the biggest change between here and there? What's interested you and all of that. And then you can say, it's actually interesting though, because I know that in uh, like China, it's actually like a, a very complimentary thing to do to slurp. But I know in Australia, some people might find it offensive. How interesting is that? Simple, yeah. move on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Know? But it's like, he had to get over the hump of his girlfriend being like, physically like stop don't talk to her then again being like i don't care but americans think i'm sorry my girlfriend said i couldn't speak to you like this yeah, is like, like it's also childish stop it it's also why is he being so dismissive mm. like for for what for what <laughs> but let's do our last one because this one <laughs> is so interesting do you have it out to read i do let me read okay. it out this one has finished me Okay, let me get closer to the mic. Okay, here we go. This one is, am I the asshole for cleaning poop off my female friend? Okay, I will try to make this short, so here goes. I'm a 30-year-old married man. We recently had a party at our place for some close friends after COVID, seven of us total. By different circumstances, we don't have much family and we decided that we would be our bubble of people that we would see during COVID times. Four women and three guys. Long story short, we drank quite a bit and everyone was planning on crashing at our place. No big deal, nothing unusual. The one girl there that recently became single drank a lot, likely due to the breakup, and passed out on the floor. I moved her onto the couch near us so we could continue talking while monitoring her. I didn't want her to choke or puke on something. Uh, Well, eventually she stirs, rolls over and reveals that she has pooped herself down her skirt and down her legs. Also on my couch, but it was a shitty couch anyway. Now it was a really shitty couch. (laughs) Everyone laughs at first, then starts gagging. The couples basically say that's a sign the night is over and they start going to their rooms. Well, I'm the lone holdout that we can't just leave her covered in poop. My wife was too drunk to help and so she went to bed. 
I was conflicted because this was a close friend, so I did what I thought was best. I grabbed baby wipes and I cleaned her up. To be clear, I did not touch her vagina at all. I did clean the poop off her butt and just quickly run a wipe through her butt crack. I'm a nurse, so I have a super strong gag reflex. I slept on the couch next to her just in case I heard her choking. Next morning, everyone wakes up and comes to see their friend covered in poop. Well, she's not anymore, and that's when it starts. Oh, like they expected to see her covered in poop, but she wasn't. Yeah, which Mm -hmm. is a dynamic that we should discuss. Yeah, we need to discuss. (laughs) Yeah. So one of them says, I can't believe you did that. That's assault. You basically groped her. My wife was no help, which hurt badly and implied that I should have gotten her to do it, despite the fact that she was way too drunk to help. I feel like my friends aren't meant Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Messaging me as much anymore and I'm being excluded. Today was the final straw when I looked at my wife's phone and I saw a group chat of the girls and one of my best friends suggested the passed out girl should file a police report. I don't know what to do. I'm so frustrated because I tried to do the right thing. I'm a goddamn nurse. Cleaning poop off someone is so clinical and practiced, it's almost routine at this point. Am I the asshole? Edit. Everyone is asking. Not the same couch, same room, different couch. Sorry, that was vague. So he's saying he didn't sleep in the ca- in the same couch as this girl. He just slept in the same room. Oh, okay. So yeah, more than one couch in a room. I get it. Yeah. And then he goes on to say, the girl who had the accident was horribly embarrassed the next day and left shortly after. I didn't hop on it because I was trying to not embarrass her even as everyone was calling me out. I apologized on the day of, which in hand, which in hindsight kind of makes me look guilty of something. Yeah. Um. Oh, wait, there was more. Okay, here we go. Edit number two. I didn't expect this to become so big. I had to sleep, so that's why the lack of replies. Basically, I'll try to answer the questions I saw over and over. One, I am in Canada, so when I said post-COVID, what I meant is my province is introducing social bubbles of people that interact with only those specific people. I recognize that COVID is still very much a pandemic. Oh my god, we, like, who are these people? (laughs) Like, okay. I know, right? Um... I've also seen a lot of people mentioning that I should stop associating with these people. This makes sense, except except for the fact, I'm not sure I mentioned, we all became close because we don't have other family. They are really all I have. My wife was one of those close friends before we got married, which is why she still has those private chats, I guess. We also have a young child together, which is why I even had baby wipes in the first place. So leaving my wife really isn't an option. I'm even entertaining, despite the literal hole I feel in my chest over this. 
And no, this may be a horrible thing, but I didn't have permission to read my wife's phone. She got a message on her phone. I picked it up and it unlocked for my face. Her face unlocks my phone as well. We don't really have secrets that way. The messages were right there, roughly 10 back and forth, and I couldn't help but read them. I know that's a violation of her privacy and I wouldn't normally do that. I appreciate a lot of people saying that I was okay in my actions, but this will be the last response I make on this. The negative comments and messages I've been receiving are too much to take. The positivity is outstanding and I'm so thankful. I can't keep reading messages that I'm a rapist or that I sexually assaulted my friend. Mods can lock this if they want. Thank you for the for the support. Yeah, so that is the dilemma. Is he the asshole or not? <laughs> what are your thoughts? <laughs> I had a very long back and forth on my on my Instagram today. The responses were really fascinating. Yeah. When I think about this thoughts? situation, the first thing that comes to mind is, what what would you have him do? <laughs> In the yeah, sense that like if you if you were the friend it. who had pooped, what would you? Or want? If, similarly, if I was the friend, if I was the friend that was left, like nothing yeah. in my head says to me leave them there and I'm not even an altruistic person if it wasn't me I don't think I would have literally gone and cleaned up poop off them but I definitely would have woken you the fuck up I would have put water on you and I would have dragged (laughs) you into the shower probably would have helped you take your clothes off but again it's a different dynamic because I'm a woman in this case but yeah what I find to be really concerning is that your friend has just shat herself there are multiple people here to witness it you gag and leave can you and imagine? <laughs> Those are not your so you friends. Those are not you your go. friends, fam. This one guy is there. The only one with a social conscience at this point. Because, yeah. to, okay, the way I viewed it is, like, if this was a bunch of party friends, people you just, like, go, get get loose with, get cooked, have a bit of a laugh. One person shat themselves from taking too many drugs. Not my problem. I don't know you. But from what you're describing, these are your people, your chosen family, which means that you're yeah. at a level of comfort where you should be able to do uncomfortable things for each other. Put a baby wipe through Facts. someone's butt crack? I don't think so. But if you're a nurse... It's nothing. <laughs> like, it's nothing to I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I was really trying to see, like, I can definitely see how it could be inappropriate. Of course. But also, the situation at hand is what it is. I think where he fucked up was apologizing. But I guess when you're under pressure and people are like, you're a fucking weirdo. You're like, okay, I'm so sorry. Like what yeah. am I meant to do? But it seems very logical to me to see an issue and be like, I cannot leave my friend covered in shit here. Also, not even because of the friend, because of the couch. I'm gonna let shit just stay yeah. in this couch until the morning. because <laughs> it may- I'm gonna have to clean it anyway. So he cleans up the shit. He sleeps neck in a different couch she doesn't choke it all seems altruistic and maybe i'm like if this guy is like it's one thing because i know i'm projecting positive qualities onto him because from the way i view it he was put in a weird situation and and did what he thought was best but also if this guy is like a naturally a bit of a creepy person (laughs) like a bit of a weirdo like then it's a weird situation so like naturally I'm I'm envisioning someone who's like somebody's dad who like cleans up shit for a living and also like for for personal reasons because he's got a kid who saw a friend his paternal instincts kicked in he wiped her shit not a big deal didn't want her to die and choke we live we love but also if that's not the reality of the situation and he's like it seems like the way his friends and family are reacting 
it's like, oh, you're a fucking weirdo and this confirms it. Not like you're a fucking weirdo because of this situation. Yeah. You were a weirdo. Yeah. Now you've done some weird shit and we're off you. <laughs> but then that, that brings me to the question of like, then why are they friends? Mm. You know, like, especially the wife who was so quick to be like, yeah, that was really weird of you. Why didn't you just ask me to do mm. it? Especially given that she was so quick to be like, no, I'm going to bed. I'm tired. Mm. Like, I'm done with this. So it, it there's yeah, there's a lot as far as the friendship part that doesn't add up. Because for me, if I was a friend who had pooped okay, for one, I've never blacked out drunk before, so I don't know is it impossible to wake up like when you're like to me the the logical response is to wake her up. I'm not sure like why that didn't cross anyone's mind. But maybe I'm maybe that's not how being blackout drunk works. But if I was the f- the friend who had shat my pants and now I'm on a couch and someone wiped my shit off, like, I would be, I would think that's so kind. Like, I, but then again, that's me and that's my relationship with my body and my genitals. But to me, if I woke up in my own shit and none of my friends did anything to help me, like, they just went their own separate that would be the end of the friendship like that would be you left me to sit in my own shit you didn't do anything at all i now have an infection like yes it's not life-threatening but i do think that what he did was kind given the circumstances and i think that his kindness was a violation not sexually but a violation of her of her personhood you know I struggle to believe that anyone would be sexually aroused by wiping shit off of someone's ass. Like, even if it was Rihanna, I would not be sexually aroused by wiping shit off her ass. But I also do understand that, like, even when you're a nurse, you have to ask for consent before you do something that invasive. Or I think before you do anything, you have to ask for you have to ask for consent but if someone is blacked out and they're unable to do consent then you just have to step in and do what is best for the patient but i guess it's tricky because in this context he isn't in a hospital and yes his nursing paternal instincts just jumped out that doesn't necessarily make him that doesn't necessarily make him her nurse in particular but all that being said, if it was me and I was a person who'd shat my pants, I would very much appreciate if my friend, because they don't have to do that, like, but I would appreciate if my friend wiped my shit. You legit! Because to wake up, <laughs> yeah, to wake up in your own shit is so humiliating. And I think his friends, he needs to break up with his friends. Like, those are not your friends, fam. Like, those are not your friends. You need to break up with all of them. And your wife seems shady as fuck. I don't know. Yeah, there are levels of this where I'm like, there are so many other things to be upset about that I'm surprised that the one person who, like, (laughs) who dismissed their, like, their discomfort for the benefit of somebody else is now being painted as like the the bad guy and like in yeah. <laughs> we can view this situation and understand it's not binary at all like it's not appropriate Facts. in all situations to do yeah. that to somebody 
But now for this particular situation, having the context of him being a nurse, number one, number two, everybody's seeing it. Like, so there are, there are five separate opportunities for any one of you to step up and you all thought it was a better opportunity to go to sleep. It wasn't as though you, you were all unconscious and he was the only one awake and stepped in. You all saw that and decided it wasn't your yeah. problem and wasn't your space and went to sleep. So, like, at this point, you're all responsible. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I'm trying you. to understand what did they think was going to happen. I, I Even if you thought she is a, an adult, she needs to take herself to the bathroom, if you guys are all besties, somebody help her to the bathroom. That's the it's thing. Shit. Like no one did it's anything. It's not like a spilt drink, him. a spilt bit of wine that you can just leave to the morning, soak it up. The yeah. carpet's dark; you can't see it. Whatever. <laughs> it's literal shit on a couch. Somebody needs to like fix it now. Now and honestly, like I think that I what I think is interesting in this situation is he now how he also can't see how his actions could have been perceived weirdly because yeah it's yeah. an unconscious woman that you've now not undressed but groped <laughs> essentially to clean we we have to see it for what it is and he also yeah. has to acknowledge that to come around and still stand by what he did because we're yeah. not but i i think no go on e- i think even in saying that i think it's important to recognize that benevolence isn't inherently benevolent so for him to do the benevolent thing would it has to be invasive and i think that's just how altruism works in general like which is again why the situation isn't binary like is he being a good friend yes but is his good friendness invasive yes and i think two things can be true and we have to be okay with acknowledging and recognizing that it's such an interesting one. I'm so I'm so yeah. interested. Like you said, like I, I don't expect his wife to just be like by his side through thick and thin if she if she has a concern with his behaviour. But I think what's really interesting is that in that group dynamic that she wouldn't take more time to be like, okay, what actually happened here? Because I'm getting a yeah. vibe and I don't like the vibe I'm getting. It's fucking weird. Yeah. So you need to tell me what happened so I can now rest within my spirit that it that nothing bad <laughs> happened here. Because what I'm imagining is they're thinking is that you undressed her or you you were in a position to clean her completely up, which means that you, who knows what you did when she was unconscious, you know? It's like, and that's a fair assessment. Who knows what you fucking did, King? You could be omitting information. We can't just trust that you didn't do anything shady because you know what I mean? Like you have all the opportunity to lie to us. But also, if it's assumed, if all your close friends and family assume that in a position where you've done altruistic, it was with shitty intentions, or not even shitty intentions, shitty Mm. actions, your friends and family think that you assaulted this person, then there's something happening, King. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's very true. But that being said, I do think it's interesting how sexualized the situation is. It really speaks to, like, how much we sexualize women's bodies even in contexts that are so far removed from sex i get that there are like sexual organs involved but the situation in and of itself is so clinical to me yeah like uh, is all physical touch sexual and why like in what ways where is the line between a nurse wiping off your shit (laughs) in a hospital 
being non-sexual versus a nurse wiping off your shit in your house being sexual? Like, is the thing that makes it sexual the environment? Is it the context? Mm. Is it the relationship? Is it the genders? Like, where? Like, where is the line? Or on the spectrum of non-sexual versus sexual, or on the spectrum of clinical versus sexual, when do women's bodies become sexual in this way? It's really interesting. And that's also it, because we talk a lot about not sexualizing. Well, we talk about not sexualizing women's bodies, but in this Mm -hmm. instance, like how, um, like obviously the conversation is gendered because it happened between specifically a man and a woman. And so we need, we now need to use our lived in experiences and our projections and our biases to view how we, to decide how we feel about the situation, you know? Yeah. But then, it, it comes to a point where you're like, okay, like, would I feel less weird about this if it were two women? Absolutely. Yeah. I'd feel less I weird would. about it. It'd, yeah. be, it'd be expected. Like, you got me, sis. Wipe my ass. Like, I shot myself. Yeah. You got me, understandably. Would we feel the same about it if it was a heterosexual woman and a homosexual woman? How differently would we feel about mm. it? Because then would we, would we like, where are the intersections? Would we say, oh, no, it's the womanhood first that makes it appropriate? Or it's the ability to be sexualized that makes it inappropriate. I don't know. (laughs) Because I I feel like I spend more time looking at women as complex characters and men as one-dimensional beings. (laughs) Yeah. I can't even Well, I think what it is is that, like, men are trash. (laughs) Like, by and large, men are trash. And so it's so easy for us to... We just don't, as women, we don't trust men, rightfully so, because most of us have been harassed, we've been sexually assaulted, we've been abused, and, and, and. Like, we're so accustomed to, to men just seeing us as walking vaginas that it's hard to imagine that even in a clinical situation among friends that a, a man would struggle to not sexualize a woman's body. And even myself, like, I'm not going to lie, if I was the girl who had been poo- who had pooed and a male friend... Mm-hmm. Or even a male family member, but that's even more disturbing. But a male friend had wiped the shit off of my ass. I would imagine that a part of them enjoyed that. Oh, like I would yeah, yeah, imagine yeah. that. <laughs> even you know, I would imagine that like there was a part of them that sexualized it because I do think, to a large extent, men are actually yeah. unable to view women as like complex beings that exist outside of their desire to fuck. And so it's the patriarchy did this yeah. to us, like absolutely. But and but if you like you said, if if you are imagining your circumstance, and we, I don't think we've had a, had a conversation at length about your um your theory that you know men will always sexualize women. And but the point is, if I was that person who shot myself, which I just it couldn't be me, <laughs> it couldn't. Yeah, like, this is what <laughs> yeah, this is same. what happens when you don't drink alcohol, people. You don't shit yourself at parties, and then your friends don't leave you. But yeah. if this was me that got too drunk and shat myself, and I'm presumably in an environment where there are, you know, three women, including me, and three men, and everyone left but this man who then cleaned me up. As much as I'd be like, okay, what the fuck? <laughs> like this is very interesting. I'd be grateful yeah. that somebody did it, and I'd be so paranoid about why nobody else helped like why like why same, instinctively did same. you all leave me to for this why did you yeah why did you put me <laughs> and because of course i've got to be accountable for my actions i drank too much i shot myself i'm in this position yeah but 
at what point do we not have to like protect our people? At what point were you all thinking that sleep, you were all conscious, you chose to get up and walk away. Yeah. At what point were none of you going to think, okay, well maybe we should prioritize like her decency over our need to get 20 extra minutes of sleep? Yeah. And I think this, that's such an interesting point because I think it also goes back to our previous episode where we were talking about how hard it is to see women as perpetrators of violence or just to see women as like malicious in any mm. way. In my personal opinion, the the people who were most trash are the friends who went to sleep. Oh, yeah. Because you were so comfortable. <laughs> you, you were so comfortable just letting me lay in my own shit not doing anything at at the very least you could have laid down an old towel like some paper bags there was just so much that they could Mm -hmm. have done that they just didn't do and to me that's a much bigger red flag than the man who was potentially sexually aroused by my by my shitty ass cheeks like 100% I would rather you be sexually aroused nobody was gonna put sis in a towel just quickly get you know um some some bleach you know on the on the sofa yeah things need to happen before you decide you want to go sleep this to me says a lot about the way you you (laughs) about the way you conduct yourselves if there is a spill of any kind what are we leaving it till morning can you imagine? Imagine if you were in the a kitchen and somebody, somebody <laughs> dropped food on the ground. You wouldn't leave it. I mean, I wouldn't. You would have to yeah, pick it up no. straight away. But this girl shat herself and it's a problem for tomorrow morning. <laughs> I, it could not be me. It could not be me. People are so scared. Yeah, no. I'm honestly so yeah. scared. <laughs> and It is. I'm disgusted. Like you said, like when I think about if I, I, it's so hard for me to think about this kind of situation and what would have happened and how I would actually feel if I woke up completely cleaned and somebody had cleaned me up. But I'm, yeah. I'm trying to think about the relationships I have with men. And if in that situation, like, and one of them had cleaned me up, would I be more concerned with them cleaning me up or feeling as they did something inappropriate? I feel like mm. I'm at a level of like, there's a level of trust that I have with these people that I keep close to me that I'm expecting that if you're in a position where you see my raw vagina, my raw vulva (laughs) with shit on it, (laughs) my raw cheeks, that even though they be a level of sexual attraction, that you can bypass that to do what needs to be done. I'm not concerned that my, that my male friends find me attractive. That's not an issue for me. I'm concerned that yeah, ends up in a point, yeah. a de- in a debilitating state, that you are now prioritizing a bit of sleep over a quick cleanup. Exactly. You don't need to clean that my shit. Exact, yeah. Put me in the fucking bathroom where shit can be contained, <laughs> where we can close the door. <laughs> you couldn't do that for me. It's just insane to me. You don't love me. Like, can you imagine a whole me? <laughs> you don't love me, and it hurts. You don't care about me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. But then, I, yeah, I mean, I agree with you entirely, but I understand, like, some women might be oh, yeah. traumatized by, like, abuse. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's so contextual. But it does come, like, I think the fact that they are friends is major context. Like, if your friend can't wipe mm. shit off your, your chosen ass, family. are they really your yeah. friends? You're, Let's literally. talk about it. If your friend, and honestly, there are so many things 
that I feel like I don't want to do for my friends on a surface level. Like, I'm not, like, yeah. if we're not best, best friends, you're not borrowing my clothes, I'm not doing that. You know, like, I'm not just letting yeah. you go drive my car. Like, it's not happening. But if this is chosen yeah. family shit, this is, like, you're my person, then we've got to talk about what that role entails. Because, like, I... That's exactly I would expect, it. like, what I expect from a partner who's got my back, I expect from my soulmate, Grace. It's the same shit, you know? Like, yeah. if I'm out yeah. here, these cheeks covered in raw feces, and I, what I need for you... <laughs> like, in, in my unconscious state, what I need for you is to step it up, and you can't? You Literally, don't love me. Get those baby wipes. <laughs> you better wash me. Get these cheeks clean. Literally. <laughs> Bitch, you better make sure I wake up. If I have an infection next week, we're about Imagine to fight. Imagine the UTI. Le- that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Bruh. Nah. The the level of UTI. Shame, nah, shame, shame, nah. shame. Someone had an interesting... That I disagree with so aggressively. Someone said... I don't know. They were referring. So I asked on my story. I was like, do you guys think that what this guy did is assault? Or do you think that what he did was being a good friend? So 92% of people said, I think he was being a good Mm. friend. So someone responded to that statistic saying, I don't know if everyone is thinking about the logistics and impracticality of his actions. One, I'm not convinced that he didn't look at her vagina. Mm-hmm. Two, he is he is a nurse and not her nurse. Mm-hmm. Imagine your cosmetic surgeon friend giving you surprise Botox in your sleep. <laughs> Three. <laughs> I, like I know that I scream. <laughs> if three, she wasn't in a life-threatening danger, being covered in mm-hmm. shit. Four, unless he was going to wipe and clean around her urethra too, which he should not have at boundaries, I'm not seeing how swiping through her ass even <laughs> reduces infection risk. Five, a lot of people have trauma. I love this, I, I'm loving this answer. I, I do. No, it's incredible. A lot of people have trauma associated with their genital region and he could have stirred up some fucked up mm-hmm. memories and slash or made her reasonably suspect that he sexually... Assaulted her. That he sexually assaulted Mm -hmm. her, penetration, photos, etc. while she was Mm -hmm. out. If I was in that situation, I wouldn't even want my own mother to touch me the way he did. Oh, really? I'd rather just wake up smelly with a towel, some shower gel, garbage bags, and a clean set of baggy clothes on the coffee table so that I can sneak off and clean myself up, then come back and deal with the couch. I would demand that my mom clean me up. I would demand it. Your own child. And you want to look at me funny? Get in here, mom. Can you imagine? (laughs) I was in your womb. I was literally inside your body. I came out your vagina. Now you're acting brand new about my actions. <laughs> you finished? Nah. Okay, the, the way this person has framed their response, I don't disagree with each of those points. But given the situation, the guy has, like, I don't think they can be, they can be both as well. Like, we can acknowledge that he did yeah. a, a quote-unquote good thing and in the process did could have technically assaulted her. Like, these things are real and mm. they happened. I feel like yeah, the, the context absolutely. that she's provided of, you know, him being able to like trigger her or re-traumatize her. I'm assuming that being such close friends and chosen family, that he made that choice with intention, that he did it knowing yeah. the outcome. Like it's nobody's ever chill feeling like, okay, even if it wasn't a woman as well, I feel like even if it, it'd be an, a, 
interesting conversation if it was two heterosexual men you know and one was like yeah. i got them cheeks for you cuz like i handled it Listen, that's what i want to know that is what i want if this was two men like but you know what's interesting i actually find a lot of male friendships a lot of cis hetero male friendships to be very homoerotic but at the same time masculinity is so fragile that I don't know that they'd be willing to go this far. But have you noticed how homoerotic yeah. male friendships really are? And I don't frame that as a bad thing. I think it's beautiful. But in the way that, like, everything they do, like, you're just trying to get some pussy so that you can show off to your male mm. friends. You're trying to get the the baddest car, the baddest bitch, the baddest everything so that you can show... Like, everything goes back to showing off to your male friends. And had such a homoerotic dynamic in nature but when it comes down to your homeboy's ass cheeks are you ready like are you willing to risk it all <laughs> yeah i mean yeah the, the the way the person responded to you i don't disagree with all of those points and yeah i think we're all coming at it from a very specific lens of what we would prefer to be done to us in that situation and that's how we're justifying yeah, what yeah. this guy did i would have been personally I'm much less concerned with someone taking a look at the puss than I am with the yeah. degradation and humiliation of shitting myself and then being left in my shit for hours. <laughs> and then these people coming back from their slumber and expecting me to be still covered in shit. That's what I'm concerned about. That was, that was also something that I found very disturbing when he said that, so the next morning they all came down expecting her to still be covered in shit. And that's when it all... Like, why did you expect her to... Like, were you guys coming down to laugh? It hurts. Is this voyeurism? Nah, there's something very Something's shady. off, but, you know, <laughs> each to their own. It is... Yeah. It is... I mean, that one, one of my favourite we've ever done because it really does yeah, challenge same. your own, like, ethics and your own morals and what you yeah. really deem to be appropriate and how you prioritise that in, like... Mm. I think it's one thing to know what your ethics and morals are in a very like intellectualized situation of like, you know, euthanasia. Yeah. But like on a day to day level of like we did some shit and some shit happened, what is appropriate <laughs> to do and how comfortable are we? I think that everybody yeah. needs to grow up because really I think this wouldn't have Facts. happened if so and so didn't like, I'm assuming that they got too drunk and shot themselves, if that would happen. Yeah. But if if people could manage their liquor we wouldn't be shitting ourselves, number thing. one. Number two, yeah. if all the friends felt entitled to... Not entitled. If all the friends felt responsible for each other, they would step it up. Number three, I'm assuming yeah. that... Yeah, I don't know if, like, they were all couples or just, they, like, he was in a couple and the rest are friends. Either way, there's a level of responsibility here that I'm like, someone yeah. had to step up. And he did. And he did. They Perhaps don't. not in the way that was most appropriate for every person but yeah. i i'm standing by him in this one him and his wife yeah, need to have no, a chit chat about how we like <laughs> i mean i i'm not a fan of loyalty to a fault i don't think that we need to be like standing by our partner best friends no matter the circumstance but there was yeah, definitely room for his partner to check him privately so she could consciously choose to stand with him or away from him yeah. Because now yeah. the partner's playing both sides. You're doing separate group chats, being like file for assault. And then you're telling you you're ignoring you your partner this thing. Like it's just there's a lot happening and a lot needs to be addressed. 
Yeah, and I think one thing that lets me know that his friends don't care about him is how quick they are to judge and police and how quick they are to say that he must be punished, mm. like put in jail, file a police report. Whereas like if you truly care about your friend, don't you want to like teach them? Yeah, I because like that's what love is. Like love is just a process of learning and teaching and when it's in the same way that like when your child does something wrong, you don't call the cops. You're like, "Listen, I'm going to discipline you and teach you why you did some some bad shit." Absolutely. And again, I can if I'm imagining like I'm trying to like work backwards and see like what kind of behavior elicits a response like that where we're all like quite like conscious beings being like you need to file a police report which means that yeah obviously there's a level of distrust they have with this guy that they could they mm. would sooner assume that he did something un, unjust or shady than do something that was altruistic so with that yeah. in mind if there's a level of distrust then their response is is valid but also yeah. that distrust now has to it permeates every relationship within the group yeah you think yeah. this guy's capable of that but you're not now married to him that's your friend you kiki with him you're doing bundles together <laughs> like but that's so that's, which is it uh, is this your chosen family that is the absurd that's just it. your creepy uncle <laughs> can you imagine can you imagine and yeah i think the question of consent was really absolutely because he did not consent to that you know? at all and so he definitely he crossed the line she and it's assault yeah. by definition but in the grand scheme yeah. of things words aside we're talking about the context of the situation and within it i know what yeah. i much prefer but that's also the thing about like theoretical theoretical moral dilemmas versus experiential moral dilemmas i think when we're theorizing about morality there's so much nuance there's so much room for nuance but when we're in the real world and we're forced to make decisions decisions actually are binary mm. like it it really is either that whatever he decided to do it would have either been a violation of her personhood or it wouldn't have mm. been like even if he had moved her outside and hose if he had dragged her to the shower <laughs> like whatever he would have done <laughs> would have been a violation of her personhood <laughs> literally <laughs> whatever he would have done would have been a violation of her personhood and so i think it's important to like think about that and you know as someone who I love nuance, mm. but a lot of times moral dilemmas are very theoretical. Mm. But in the real world, when you're forced to make a decision, a snap decision, well, it wasn't really a snap decision, but when you're forced to make a decision, decisions aren't as nuanced as the, the theories are, the theories behind them are. So it's, it's, also, it's also important to keep that in mind when we're judging other people's behavior. <laughs> it's... And, and when I think about it, I'm like, well, I know what I would have done. And in either way, I would have violated someone's consent because I wouldn't yeah, have left yeah. my friends <laughs> sitting there. Like either way, I'm taking off the top. I'm taking off a bottom. I'm putting you in a shower. I'm waking you up. I'm like, it's, I, yeah. I'm not leaving you there. So if that's the hill I die on, then that's the hill I'm dying on. <laughs> Same. Like, you can't convince me same yeah because altruism isn't inherently altruistic like a lot of times to be altruistic you have to be violent or you have to be a violator like or whatever the case is like if you have a child and your child doesn't want to eat vegetables and you now have to force them to eat vegetables you're using violence 
but the violence is necessary like the alternative is that your kid never eats vegetables and like what are the long-term effects you know what i mean so it's like altruism just is inherently (laughs) violent sometimes it's inherently like there's just no moral absolutism and that's just that on that (laughs) i love this (laughs) the asshole it's just it's such an interesting one and i i do the best it's really the best yeah i mean but also, like, it, it calls into question what we think a good friend is. Because I don't necessarily think friends should yeah. have to, you know, should have to be put in compromising situations to be your friend. Like, I don't think the friends <laughs> yeah. should have to... Like, it shouldn't have been a thing that anyone should have had to go through. You know what I mean? Like, as the friend yeah. who now has put your other friends in a position to either abandon you or... um, What's the other word I'm looking for? Or dismiss like consensual practices like those are two shitty situations yeah so mm -hmm. that's so interesting i hate it but i love the discourse i do i'd love to know everyone's thoughts on this um let us know in let's discuss this in our facebook group i'd love to know what you think about what he did did he violate her did he not what do you do in situations where you require someone's consent and they cannot give it because consent should be given freely uh with knowledge and 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 let us know follow us on facebook on instagram on twitter and let us discuss thank you for listening bye Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.